1: Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride. Appreciate you being here. Have you ever, you know how you get songs stuck in your head and it just, they won't go away. And there's little things that set it off, right? Like you, you walk in a grocery store and they got the music on, whatever music thing they play and they, you hear a song and you don't really think about the song so much when you're there in your head but you leave and you know 10 minutes down the road you're at a red light and you're singing the stupid song and then you're done for the day that song is in your head for the rest of the day maybe longer all right so i mean i've do i fight to get rid of songs almost every day in my head and it's and once they're there it takes a long some songs it takes a week or more to get out of your head well every week i come in here on saturdays now i'm here every day Every other day of the week, I'm here. But when I'm here on Saturday, there's a commercial that airs. I don't know which one it is. I don't want to know. But I hear it every week. And I'm sure the rest of you hear it 8,000 times a day. I got it. Shut up. But it mentions in the stupid commercial, fame and fortune. Okay? Every Saturday for the past month and a half, I come in here and I hear that stupid commercial that mentions fame and fortune, and I start singing Fame and Fortune from Rudolph. Okay? I can't get it out of my head. Fame and fortune, fame and fortune, they will be ours someday. Right? And there it is, the rest of today. Let's be independent together. Rudolph is in my head. I'm hearing stupid Burl Ives and his snowman singing silver and gold. I'm singing Bumble's bounce. I'm thinking with Yukon Cornelius out looking for gold and silver, all of it. And it all comes from a stupid radio commercial that mentions two words, fame and fortune. I'm just letting you in on a couple of my struggles Sure, there's terror attacks around the world. Sure, Venezuela is fighting to eat and try to get food. Sure, people are starving. So, did you hear the commercial that mentioned fame and fortune? And now I'm stuck singing the Rudolph song all day. Okay? Now, this song usually sticks with me for about most of today. And then it goes away. Because I know it's coming back again. It's coming around next Saturday. Not the last time you get to hear it. You're coming around again, we'll be playing the hits. So, and you know how frustrating it is. But I, I just, it's an example of songs that get stuck in here. I can't be alone. I can't be. Because when you hear a song and you think, stop listening to it, stop listening to it, or it's going to be there, stop listening to it, or it's going to be there, and it's there forever. Christmas songs, it doesn't matter. Old love songs, old stupid hate songs, whatever it is. And then it's there, and it won't leave. You know, let's like let's say tonight. We use we we'll use fame and fortune, fame and fortune. They will be ours someday. We'll use that as an example. Okay. It'll be gone. I'll be home this afternoon. I'll be watching a Netflix show. I'll pause it to run to the restroom, run to the bathroom, grab another soda. As I'm bending it out of the refrigerator to grab my Coke Zero. Fame and fortune. There it is again. So I don't know what to do to get rid of it. There's got to be some kind of anti-song drug. There's got to be some kind of something. You can quote me on that. There's got to be some kind of something to make this go away. And you can't, Look. I mean I've tried to play other songs to get other songs in my head to get rid of the one song. Sometimes that might work a little, but then sometimes you end up with two songs in your head and they battle back and forth. Look, I know. I I know it's a tougher life than most and I apologize. I got it. I understand that it's a first world problem. I know. I know. I know the people that are suffering after the Taliban attack at the Afghan army base, you know, they're, they're not worried about <laughs> the stupid Rudolph song. I got it. And I, you know, I can't help it. It's my life. So, you know, it was just going through my head, and I thought I'd share with you, and you're welcome. You know, have you ever thought how to get back at somebody? You know, just a little revenge. This is something. You always feel like, hey, you know you're not supposed to, right? But uh, you want to. Sometimes you want to. Well, over the past five months, a gentleman by the name of Matthew Herrick says that 1,100 men have showed up at his home and workplace expecting to have sex with him. Now, first you might think, okay. And what are you going to do? Say no to them all? 1100 guys show up. I mean, what? Maybe 100 is worth it. All right? Maybe more. Now they're showing up because of a revenge scheme from his ex-boyfriend who they met on this app, Grinder. I don't know if you know if you're familiar with Grinder, but it's a dating app for Gay and bisexual men. So they met on this app. And now they're, you know, they're apart. But the ex-boyfriend of Herrick is getting grinder revenge. And he keeps creating fake accounts. And these accounts have Herrick's photos and personal details. And including falsehoods that claim that he's HIV positive. Look, he's saying he's HIV positive. Guys are still showing up. Weird. He, he invites men to Herrick's apartment and to the restaurant where he works. So sometimes as many as 16 people a day show up looking for Herrick. Now, how would you like, I mean, the joke, I mean, 16 people saying, hey, you want to have sex? Doesn't sound that bad of a day. But maybe it is. Now, in some instances, they're told, look, he's going to be resistant at first. It's part of an agreed Rape fantasy role play. (laughs) It's that is, you know, seriously, it's not funny at all. And what are you going to do when that starts? I mean, look, he's been dealing with this for months now, and uh, they keep showing up. His ex boyfriend keeps posting new posts under, uh, you know, under different names with uh, some of the same information. It's really uh, brings up some really. Strong stalking and harassment case in the social media age, right? I mean, what do you, what? How do you a stop it? And what do you do about it to stop it? And what are what about the app? How responsible is the app? I mean, Grinder is the app. I want to say they're just they're be you know they're they're their place where people go set up their accounts, and they've got to try to make sure that that's as real as possible. Right? But no, I mean, they don't know uh, that it's not. But according to, uh, we should talk to this guy at some point, Aaron Mackey, a Frank Stanton legal fellow at the Electronic Frontier Foundation. He might be a good guy to have in the back pocket. Uh, What are the corporate and ethical responsibilities to the users? And, you know, what about the platform being abused? Um, Those are big questions. In today's world, um, in 2015, uh, Grinder uh, prevailed in a case and was found not liable in a suit filed by a man who was arrested for a sexual encounter with a minor he met on the app. So he gets busted for having sex with the minor, and he's going to blame it on Grinder. I mean. <sighs> I'd like to hear a little bit more about that case because I kind of think, I mean, one case you want to say, no way grinder has responsibility, right? You put all the information, it's up to you. It's your responsibility to find out if the person you're meeting and going out with and hoping to have a sexual encounter with uh, is of age and the information they told you on this internet app. Uh, is uh, true. And there's got to be, there are ways that the app can go through, that apps go through information and pictures and try to verify if they're the right person, the different person, the wrong person, Uh, if the picture has been filtered. I mean, they they can do that. I don't know how fast it works. Uh, You know, you have so many people signing in and out, using, not using apps, that it would be, you know, kind of difficult. It's like Facebook, right? I mean, Facebook. Uh, you know, w- they got into a big heated thing with the Facebook killer that wasn't the Facebook killer. Um, but while they obviously feel like they need to be more responsible, I don't know what more they can do. I mean, other than you know, look, it's their company. They can ban and tell you you can't do what you you know whatever they want. Whatever they want, it's their company. You don't like what they do? Don't use it, right? But well, they've got billions of people using Facebook now. So, I mean, to say that they're responsible for what happens on uh, uh, inside their platform, pretty tough. Pretty tough. They, you know, they obviously are going to do the best they can so that crimes are not committed. But I don't know that you can. You could stop that. I don't think you could stop that at all. Um, you know, they have announced. Uh, you know, Facebook. I mean, has have announced. Uh, you know, they've trying to uh, have new measures to combat. You know, the revenge porn. But the grinder thing isn't revenge porn. He's just trying. He's setting. He's just setting up. You know, fake accounts. I mean, it's a new a new wave of revenge porn that isn't porn really, but it's it's more harassment. Uh, just go, and he'll try to say no. It's part of a part of a plan, and they just keep showing up. I just think of that: sixteen people a day show up. <laughs> that would get old fast, fast. So watch yourself. Watch yourself online. It's important. We all love it. We all think it's great. We all use it. We're all. I've made the jokes. I mean, I'm almost at the point of a chip. Not really, but I am. I mean, the 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 use of it is so great. I mean, it's just so great to have information and to have access to what we have access to at the f- speed of light. I mean, sometimes it is the speed of light. Sometimes it takes five whole seconds. To download something <laughs> they've got to fix that problem but it's great right I mean we, we all love it but there's gotta be some I don't think we're thinking it all the way through and we all just click yes it's okay I don't care what information you take from me it doesn't matter and so now we're saying at this point they, they know everything who cares just let them have it well okay should we maybe we all should live in that fishbowl fishbowl world we're kind of almost there right you kind of might as well just when you're out in the world you might as well act like you're in a movie every day whatever you do cuz you are you're being filmed so you might as well just act the part just pretend you no matter where you're at no matter what you're doing you're being filmed don't forget that you are. As soon as you forget that you are, something's going to happen. For example, we talked. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, uh, insurance and self-driving cars and information. And we joked around a lot about uh, on another show I'm a part of on this network, Pat and Stu's show. We ran uh, Russian dash cams. What got Russian dash cams so prevalent? fake insurance claims. People were jumping in front of cars and saying you hit me and try to get insurance money or get paid off from that person and to go away. So everybody started putting dash cams in so they could film it all. I just saw a Facebook post from uh, someone that I I know here in Texas who was saying that they were got they were on the on the freeway. Person starts road raging with them swerving, coming after them, tried to swerve into them. He swerved away, not to get hit by the Road Rager, but hit another car. Now, they're saying that that's his fault, right? Not the Road Rager, not the other car, or or no fault or whatever. It's his fault because he swerved into the other car, okay? So, if he'd had a dash cam, he'd at least been able to say, This is what happened. This is what caused the accident. And maybe the information on the road ranger would be on there so that they could go after him. Maybe not. But at least he'd have video to back up his story. Now it's just like, I mean, you feel bad. And it sucks. But, you know. What's he supposed to, and, and, and again, well, that's the question, what's he supposed to do? Let the Road ranger swerve into him or swerve back into the Road ranger so you don't hit anybody else and hope that you survive. I don't know the answer. Some would say, just ram right into that damn Road ranger. I got it. Others would say, just be nice, smile, and wave.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher show on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried
1: about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call a place for mom today.
0: To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call a place for mom at 1-800-803-6951. Jeff Fisher
1: Welcome to the broadcast. 888 900 3393 is the phone number. Nice to have you along for the ride today. Lawrence Jones coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Now, when you think of important voices in America today, one of the most important voices in America today is Kelly Osborne. I think we all know that. Now, she is releasing a new book in three days. There is no effing secret. I mean, again, most important voices in America today. There is no effing secret. Letters from a badass bitch. Hello. Tell me you don't want to read it. She just did an interview with Pride Source about her sexuality and support for the LGBT community. Asked why she recently wore a hat displaying the phrase, I am gay. The 32-year-old former reality star and singer, and what a darn good singer she is. You know, my honest opinion, everybody's gay. Uh, it is a strictly human thing. You can't put gender on love. As for her sexuality, Osborne told Pride Source, she's not gay, but is open to dating women. Look, I'm open to loving anybody. It's about the person. I don't think it's about sexuality at all. My whole rule is never say never. I've never been in a relationship with a woman, but I don't know that it's not a possibility. Digging deeper into one of the most important voices in America, Pride Source asked her about having a baby with her gay best friend. Osborne laughed and said, oh, it's inevitable. That's just going to happen. You know, I was so disappointed that I didn't have a gay sibling. I was disappointed that I wasn't gay. Of course, the daughter of Ozzy Osbourne and talk show darling Sharon Osbourne uh, made the headlines. Remember her little headline on The View uh, when she criticized uh, then-presidential candidate Donald Trump uh, his, on his immigration views by asking, Hey, again, I want to repeat, this is one of the most important voices in America today. Uh, back in 2015 was where she was just sowing her oats. She was becoming one of the most important voices in America today. If you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? Wait. Also, if you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? So, I'm not sure if she means Donald Trump's going to be cleaning my toilet or who's going to be cleaning Donald Trump's toilets. I know what she means. Shut up. She seemed to catch the bigotry of her question and attempted to smooth it out. She was just so horrified. Uh, She was in tears. And Rosie Perez chimed in and said Latinos are not only people who clean toilets. You are so right, Rosie so right they're not only people who clean toilets it's not just latinos that clean toilets absolutely correct rosie perez but then after she was in tears no remember this is in 2015 she was she wasn't quite known as being uh, such an important voice in america she was just you know getting her getting her wheels getting her legs um Tears were rolling down her face, and she was concerned others would view her as racist. What? Perez later apologized, saying, Osborne's heart is so pure and righteous. I just adore her. <laughs> oh, stop it. There is no effing secret. Letters from a badass bitch. Kelly Osborne, one of the most important voices in America today. You can't put a gender on love. Everybody's gay. It's strictly a human thing. Look, I'm disappointed. That I wasn't gay. Kelly Osborne. America's voice. So I don't understand this list on from travel. America's least attractive cities. It's kind of, I mean, there may not be head turners. Let's see New Yorker who lived in Ohio City from 2010. 2010. Clevelanders are among some of the warmest, most genuine people in the country. So, they voted on America's least attractive cities. Number one, based on a full list of America's least attractive cities. Number nine, Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee is the ninth least attractive city in America. What? Atlanta, Georgia. Number eight. Coming in at number seven. Tampa, Florida. What? Cigars helped put Tampa on the map when Key West tobacco Magnet moved his factory here in the 1880s. Today, the city is better known for its nightclubs and as the hub for the Tampa Bay region's booming restaurant scene like Newcomer An Swan from local chef Chris Ponte. And that it is for its attractive residence. I mean, I was a resident there for quite some time. You'd think it would have been a voted least attractive then. Better to bring the friends along for the trip is to leave most hopes of romance at home. Tampa scored higher for being a girlfriend getaway destination than for its dating scene. <laughs> uh, I miss Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, My wife, not so much. But I, missed, I miss living in town. I miss seeing the ocean. And I love uh, that the least our uh, most unattractive city in America is its seventh. No way. And the restaurant scene is great and always has been. And I haven't had any of this on Swan from Chris Ponte, but I bet you it's great. We've started all kinds of restaurants in Cleveland, Ohio, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Charlotte, North Carolina, Spokane, Washington, Sacramento, California, coming in at number one, the number one least attractive city in America, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, people love its revitalized inner harbor and its beautiful historic sites such as the, the Arch Pennsylvania Station. 65,000 local buildings on the National Historic Register. 65,000 local buildings on the National Historic Register. Old houses. While the city itself is photogenic to the core. And I believe it's also one of the number one cities for rats in America, if I'm not mistaken. Baltimore slipped down the list from its number four spot, and now is the sad honor of being America's least attractive city. Residents shouldn't take the news so badly. Passionate enough about their hometown sports teams to minimize any potential hurt feelings. <laughs> oh, it's cute travel and leisure. It's cute. I'm glad to see Baltimore. Baltimore, they've done the, the whole, the inner harbor is gorgeous with their aquarium and the stadium and the new buildings. But then you get outside of that and you go to their 65,000 old houses. Oh, no, those are are not old houses, Jeff. Are you kidding? Are you out of your mind? Those are 65,000 National Historic Registered Homes. Oh, okay. Well, that must be why you guys are, I don't know, one of the number one leading cities for rats because of the National Historic Register.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show.
1: All right, so you know what? I'm just going to answer you. I'm answering a tweet right now to uh, at Living by the Lake on Twitter. And uh, I started I re- started to reply, and I'll finish my tweet, but I'll do it on the air live too. Um, at Jeffy MRA, at Glenn Beck. How come at The Blaze hasn't aired at Joe Talk Show in several months? Always another show on in his time slot. Uh, dear at Living by the Lake, first of all, Uh, It's not been several months. Uh, We have had some tech issues with how we broadcast the show, where we get the show from. The show goes uh, up into the stratosphere and then comes back down to where you get it, and then you push it out. And uh, when we got some new equipment, some of the new equipment worked, and then it stopped working. So now we have uh, newer equipment and also a different setup. Uh, so you should be uh, hearing uh, the Joe Pags weekend show uh, every Saturday from uh, 6 to 9 Eastern, right? I think that's right, 5 to 8 Central, uh, on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, if you are not hearing it, you know that there is another issue with the equipment, and I can't make it appear. Okay? So when that happens... Uh, you may hear—I don't know—the show that this network creates, and it airs around the country called the Glenn Beck Weekend, which is a compilation of you know Glenn's shows, uh, our shows during the week, and uh, that airs on stations around the country. It's put out there from the premier radio networks, and we air it on Saturday nights. But it's also a generic broadcast show, so uh, I can you know I can use it as a a fill if we have an issue, say. With equipment failure, uh, getting, trapping, and recording the shows from the stratosphere, and uh, we're on it, and we're trying to make it better, and hopefully we have made it better. In fact, I looked at uh, how they have the new system set up two days ago, and it should be working fine. So you'll, you'll have uh, it'll be, should be back loud and strong and proud today. Okay? And I know we had all kinds of issues with the switchover too. With from uh, uh, from uh, Roku and some of the other uh, some of our apps and the stream on the sites, uh, I had the same issue, but I just logged out, uh, logged back in, uh, and everything was fine. I think my app. I think I still I have to get rid of it because I haven't used it in a while. I haven't actually used my app in a while, so I'm going to have to, but I believe I'm told that if if you're still having problems with your app, get rid of it, then download it again Uh, because we updated our website and our stream. And we actually, in the long run, uh, while these issues were annoying and uh, very frustrating, uh, most of you should have been able to just log out and log back in those of you that had the app and we're getting the stream at your home computer, whether it be a desktop or a laptop, you may have had to uh, not get rid of the app, but you have to log out and log back in on your main computer, whichever one is your main one. And then, uh, do that there and then log back out and log back in on your app and other systems, and it should work fine. We're, we've actually, uh, well, again, it's frustrating, pain in the rear, no question. It's always frustrating when you try to go get online and you can't, no matter where you're at, right? And it's, you you pay for a site and you you know go to it and it's agonizing. You can't get in. You don't know what the deal is. Uh, we did send out several emails, and I know that I posted some stuff on Facebook and on my Twitter account. And uh, for you to uh, call, and uh, if you needed more help than what was already there. Uh, but in the long run, uh, this helps us provide content, uh, more content, and it also with an easier way to do it without being beholden to someone else. So uh, that's as far as I'm going with that conversation. But just know that in the long run, uh, it will be much, much better. And I know that it was frustrating and agonizing. And if you're still having problems, I'm sorry, and I don't really know why. But if you go to my Facebook page or my Twitter page, you can scroll down and get the information of uh, to call our help desk. And uh, we'll get it figured out for you, okay? And uh, that's it. I, I uh, what, what else you want me to tell you? What else you want me to tell you? I mean, we can talk about the House Democrat that's introduced legislation to, uh, you know, enhance the Constitution's presidential removal procedures so that he can <laughs> uh, he can try to get rid of President Trump. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Representative Earl Blumenauer of Oregon. Good luck. But hey, you keep hanging in there fighting because Chelsea will be a long helping you other Democrats real soon. Don't you
0: worry about it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.